0: Welcome to Words of Aloha with Pastor Izzy Manzo of Amazing Grace Ministries International. We're headquartered in Kailua Kona on the Big Island of Hawaii. Join us now as we get into God's Word. For holding back the rain this morning, so that we could gather here uh, and see Your handiwork all around us, we uh, pray that You use Pastor Izzy as a vessel right now to fill us to overflowing through Holy Spirit. Lord, give us give us encouragement as we face this week, whether we're rejoicing in in victories that You've helped us overcome, or Lord, whether we face challenges, Lord, that we just pray for that we be delivered for a future praise report. Lord, You are a, an awesome and mighty God. Lord, we just pray that You would. Uh, Get worshiped this morning. Be worshiped. Lord, help us to draw near to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you for helping Joey not fall to the ground. (laughs) Did it break, Joey, or just... Joey, you better switch that chair out, brother. That one's got a short leg on it or something. Yeah, don't leave it there for someone. Check. You know, I the Lord must just get the biggest laugh out of us so that we were we were talking about this at the uh, youth night last night we started a Saturday night older kids some like the college young you know seniors in high school going into college what do I do with my life what do you know how does how do I know how to do this whole these life questions who do I marry you know what career do I get all that stuff so we've been doing that and um we we kind of have noticed that the lord must have has to have a sense of humor because when you put a bunch of young adults in a room and one of them farts it sets off this chain reaction of giggles and other farts and it just you know you 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 think okay lord and then and then i you know like they they call it bunny trailing i think it's a stinky tr- you know bunny trail but they they say okay back to jesus back to jesus and <laughs> I'm thinking, Lord, you know, do you think the apostles ever farted? I would just, you know, never, right? They, Jesus was with them in the boat, going, "You guys, cut it out," and um. But but they yeah. Or maybe my wife said maybe he joined them. I don't know that would, I never pictured Jesus with that, but he was all man, so, you know. Last, <laughs> it it's funny because I I I when people. They tell me, when you tell us about the Lord, it's easy to follow, you know, you tell these testimonies what the Lord has done, and it makes God um, real to today, not just some story back then. And to be really honest, if God wasn't real today, I wouldn't do this job. It's um, only by His grace and His calling, it says that the, God, the gifts, what God gives to us, His callings, His elections, it says, they are without repentance, that means they're, another translation says they're irrevocable. You know, if God calls you to, to use you as a vessel, to maybe you have a gift to, to help people in, in a certain way. You're, you just have this uh, gift of hospitality or your gift is, and my wife has the gift of hospitality for sure when it comes to cooking the food. For, I mean, to get up at four in the morning and cook breakfast for, for uh, you know, the, the group that she does every week. And, and Greg has that gift. And these guys are cheerful in the morning. I'm telling you I hear them and I'm like I am not a morning bird. Go quit, quit cheeping, you know? And uh I'm a night owl. So so you 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 learn something and I have to pass this on to the kids, you know, this is some of the 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 life's wisdom you learn as you go through, but I found that if you don't make the Bible practical to today what people really do face, it's just this heady theology that really doesn't, it's, It that's actually not how Jesus taught. You know, when we've been going over the part, we're in the Gospel of Mark, and it's so encouraging to me because when Jesus talks about the kingdom of God, he makes it, you know, with stories that they understand. Parables, you know, it's like a farmer who went to sow his seed, and, you know, he, he gives these things that, they were they were agricultural society. They knew what farming was like. He And he didn't make it mysterious. He made it where... Where the masses, they could learn about God with these simple parables. Now, did they always understand? No. Did we saw, did the, did the disciples always understand? No. But thank you, Lord, for putting in a few of the ones that would ask, uh, um, excuse me, Lord, uh, what, was that? what was that whole story about what he was just talking about? And then he'd have to explain it. And if it wasn't for those guys, by the way, and those were some of the apostles, the A-team, they were the ones asking the questions, and thankfully they asked, because that's how I've learned most of my theology is when Jesus answered them. When Jesus began to explain it more fully to them, it, that's when I actually begin to understand the story. We know, last week we went over how Jesus was, was with them, and he warned them, "Don't, don't um, let that leaven of those Pharisees creep in and, you know, defile you." You know what's the Bible say? A little leaven leavens what? The whole lump. And this leaven that that he was speaking of, they were they were all perplexed. You know what? We forgot the bread. And he's like, you guys, what, do I have to remind you about the five thousand? And you know, do I have to remind you about the 4,000? He literally just fed five thousand folks a couple days before, four thousand more on that day, and they already have forgotten how powerful the the Just and they were I mentioned this last week, but they were actually participants. You would think that if you were one of the guys breaking off pieces of bread and handing them out, right? I've said this before. Who would go with me if we had a time machine and volunteer to be a bread passer outer? Okay, I'm just curious. Anyone would do it with me? And you get to be on the day what Jesus, you know, remember he said, What do you guys got? And they go, Um, the first time it was like, We got a lad's lunch here, you know, a couple loaves and a few fish, right? And he takes the loaves and he says, tell everyone to sit down in groups of what? 50. Now you say, okay, so get in groups of 50. Would it be easy to count up the groups if they're in groups of 50? 50, 100. 150, 200. 250, you know, it'd be really easy to do the math. It says that they counted, there was a 5,000 men that they fed that day from that kid's lunch. Now, he took it and blessed it and said he gives thanks and he says here take this and pass it out who wouldn't want to go and take the bread and you tear it off and you give it to the guys right here have some and you look back down and what's going to happen I mean it's still there it's, or it comes back or I do, I want to be one of the guys to see it happen I would I mean I know it's not it's just implied in the story that it it happened, but anyone here curious like what it would feel like to be holding that bread that you tear off a chunk and you hand it out and then and they tear it and they keep hand, and it keeps going and going. And then at the end, what 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 did he instruct them to do at the end? Both times he told, go gather up what? What's left over. Now they go and gather up what's left over. And I'm telling you, what they gather is more than what they started with. Does anyone think that would be cool for, you know, I I mentioned, now I'm really excited because we finally got our things working on the, on our website, the podcast. So to get my daughter, Joy, who's all the way in Georgia to get to hear, I said, honey, go listen on, and you can subscribe on the iTunes button now. She tried it. Daddy, it's not working. I'm so bummed. And I said, okay, let me try. So I tried it on my iPhone. It didn't work. I googled it and it, cuz I'm it, it's playing on my computer right in front of me I'm like honey it's working on the computer. Finally I just get I I googled you know can't get the quick time player to play on the on the de, the mobile device. 458 people had complained that day to Apple when I googled it you know like I wasn't the first guy to you know Excuse me what's going on I was about to and I, I I saw all I read through you know scrolled a couple hundred complaints I'm like and then Apple's response is um, mm. we are working on it to rectify I'm thinking all right I don't need to give it 459 complaints you know <laughs> just they'll get their, they got the message that the QuickTime doesn't work on the on the little mobile devices right now it's some glitch in Apple but but on the computer I said joy do you have um? doesn't your husband have a, a notebook one of those laptop things and She's like, yeah, but it's not Mac. I said, honey, just try it. Go to the web. You know, it's got a it's got a web browser. Click on the web browser and try it. And she clicked it, and it was working. And she's like, Daddy, I can hear your voice. Oh, I get to hear this. So they sat and listened to the sermon. And he's, you know, he's a, in the Army Ranger program there in Georgia, and they're listening to the sermon. And later that day, she calls me back to say, Daddy, I... I I got to hear the whole sermon. It was so great. And and she goes, um. And Robbie really liked the part when you started talking about the bread and and the Twinkies and um, and the little gun, the ray gun, to make them multiply. You know, and I had mentioned who wouldn't want the power, to to like literally. I mean, Jesus. All he did was pray over the stuff, and it just kept going and going. I mean, I'm thinking, Lord, I'd like to do it. But but have any of you ever had a an occasion where you have a like few extra guests you didn't count on, and, 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 and you have to pray, Lord, what, just um, make the food stretch. And Has anyone experienced where you actually saw that God miraculously... We, we, we have a lot of folks that pass in and out of our home, and I have literally seen God take our meal and just make it fill everybody. And I go, hmm, that, is God still real today? You know, we, we talk about these things, but the reality is is that like I shared the testimony of God's provision. What I learned from my the, the man who mentored me, Bill Elander, when he when he needed his rent money, I, the tomato paste can testimony I call it, you know, the Contadina tomato I still Italians we have like preferences on tomato paste. I don't know if you know that, but but I, I, I shared that, that um hit that testimony last week. My wife asked me after she goes, I thought that was your testimony. I said, no, his testimony was used. He was saying, he was teaching me the part. Now, someone, one of the kids asked me, so today, to start off, before I go into Mark, I want to take you to, to the Gospel of Matthew, to chapter 17, because um, one of the kids told me, where was the story, what, what the fish and the money, you know, in the fish's mouth? And where did you get this? I said, well, it's, it's Matthew's Gospel. Let, let me show it to you real quick. Matthew tells us in chapter 17, in verse 24, that, um, that, that they had come from Capernaum, and it says, and those that collected the two drachma tax came to Peter, and they said to him, does your teacher not pay, pay the two drachma tax? You know, don't, doesn't he pay the annual fee? And, oh, by the way, before I go any further, what was Matthew's occupation before he came to follow Jesus. He was a tax collector. Wouldn't you, that, by the way, just so you know, just like for you Bible trivia-minded ones, you need to remember, where's the story about the tax thing? Think, who was the guy that was uh, the tax collector before? He probably is going to tell the stories when it pertains to taxes or if it's a big healing with a lot of details about the person's suffering and, and their condition and everything. Who probably is going to, what gospel writer, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? Which one would you guess? Luke, Doctor Luke. That's right. He was a physician. So I, I'm just getting you ready for Bible trivia. You know, they they asked the question. You know, wh- what's the one with the story about the fish, and they counted how many fish, 157, and the net didn't break. And this one's easy because you only got two of the. You got you got you got Mark, John, Mark, who got his information from Peter. So there's a good chance it could be Peter bragging because he was a fisherman. And then John Mark just wrote it down. Or you also got another fisherman from the inner circle of Jesus, Peter, James, and the last guy, John. So these are like little, little ways to kind of, if you can improve your odds of getting the right answer, at least you know which book it's in, you know. So this one's in Matthew's gospel. Matthew's telling us about the tax collecting. And they came to, to Peter. Doesn't your teacher, your rabbi, doesn't he pay taxes? Now when they tried to trick Jesus earlier on another tax story what did Jesus do He called for a coin and he said can I see a coin please and he held it up he said whose inscription is on this coin because they were going to trap him they were they're like we're going to we're going to get him we'll say do you give tribute because if he says um, no then we're going to get him arrested for not paying taxes and if he says yes, well, what kind of holy man are you? You know that you you're so corrupt with the world system, and and what was Jesus's answer? It was beautiful. He holds up the coin and says, "Whose inscription is this?" And they said, "Caesar's." And what was his answer? Then render to Caesar what's Caesar's, and render to God what's God's. See, they didn't they they were missing the bigger picture. Well, now they come and they're testing. Can you imagine, poor Peter? He's like. D- doesn't your teacher pay the, the the two drachma tax you know everyone has to pay this and and Peter says yes <laughs> and when he had come into the house Jesus spoke to him saying first Jesus first saying to him says um, what do you think Simon from whom do the kings of the earth collect customs and poll tax do they collect them from their own sons or, or from strangers who who do kings really tax do they tax or they don't tax their own family. They, they tax the strangers. And upon saying this, when Peter says, from strangers, Jesus said to him, consequently, the sons are exempt. But lest we would give them an offense, go to the sea and throw in a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you'll find in its mouth a stator. Take that and give it to them. For you and me. Now, gold coin a stater, that was enough to pay two men's annual tax. And he says, just, now Peter, we know Peter was a fisherman. And I shared this last week, but the kids were wondering, where did I come up with this story? I says, right here. Could you imagine, when we get to heaven, I'm going to ask for the replay. I'm going to put, can you put that on the big screen? I want to. Could you zoom in on Peter? I want to. Could I hear what he was thinking as he's walking down to the sea, going, Jesus, you're a really good Bible teacher. Yeah, real great stories about heaven and God and everything. I'm a fisherman. I've caught a lot of fish over my life. Never once has one had a gold coin in its mouth, but you know. He did just see Jesus do miracles, right? And he goes, so was he saying, well, if he did that, maybe... I I really want to hear the replay on that. I know you think I'm funny, but I think it's going to be cool because I I want to hear what what when it either came out of his mouth or it was running through his mind when he threw the... And it doesn't say throw in a baited hook. He just says throw a hook in and pull out the first fish. And it doesn't say the tenth fish or the... Fit. It's at the very first this is a short fishing trip. You're going on assignment, you throw it in, you pull it out, get the coin, go pay the tax. Now, can you imagine I'd like to zoom in on Peter's face when he pulls up the fish, probably going, well, it bit a hook with nothing on it, you know, or I don't know if he baited or not i'm I'm just it says he cast in the hook. doesn't say he baited or anything i I want to see. See, I, I enjoy fishing. I'm thinking, they don't usually bite on a bear hook. But could God make a fish bite on a bear hook? Well, it has a coin already. in. First, it's already got a coin in its mouth, and now it's nominal on hook. So maybe it's a metal-hungry fish, you know? Some gold. I'm going to go for that shiny whatever hook they had. He goes in, and he... I, I can't imagine, as he's carrying that coin, walking back to the, to the, to the tax office. What would be, go- Lord, this never happened before. This is so cool. I mean, this literally, you just saved my bacon. And, you know, like, wow. Following Jesus is like everything is, he, he knows what, what, where the provisions are. They saw him multiply bread. They saw him multiply fish. They saw him do all these things, calm stormy seas, walk on water. They saw, saw him heal people. We saw last week he spit on that guy that was, he couldn't speak. He couldn't hear. And the Lord, he, he just, I, I don't mean to be vulgar, but he spits on the guy's tongue and he puts saliva on his tongue. And he, the kids say he wet-willied him in the ears, you know, and um, put his fingers in his ears. And some of you were like, if you think that's good, wait till you see today's story, what he's going to do for the ne- the next testimony coming up in, in Mark's gospel. is amazing. But the Lord is, he's got things that he does. And my wife was like, I thought the tomato paste can was your thing. I said, no, that's the guy who led me to Jesus. Happened to him. And I figured if God could supply what he needed for his rent in that tomato paste can, and I got to be a witness to see God's handiwork when this took place, that that I figured, you know, I was seeking the Lord about going to Bible school. I told the kids this testimony last night that I would, I, I, I wanted to go in, in the early days of Calvary Chapel they started a Bible school in Twin Peaks California in the San Bernardino Mountains up by Big Bear they had a little retreat center and they had made a new rule that to come to the Bible school you had to have your tuition in full the, the day you arrived because they had had a lot of people say we'll pay, we'll pay, we'll pay and not pay and so they said we're tired of trying to collect after the, the, the school year gets rolling. Just bring it all or you're, or you're not allowed in. And so, Lord, it was $850. Now, 1979, 850 bucks, You could get a pretty sweet car for, for I mean, seriously, you know, the kids don't understand the, the time change of money, but you could get a really nice car in that time. And I, I'm like, for one semester of school, but the Lord put it in my heart to go, and I was like, "Lord, if you could, if you could make Bill Elander find money in a tomato paste can in a dumpster, then all you got to do is tell me what dumpster to go to. You know, I'm small and agile; I'll go dig it out, and we'll go. You know, I, I, I'm like serious. I, it built my faith up. It it made this Peter and the fish story real to to the to today, right? To that day I was living, and I said, "Well, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he didn't tell me to go get in a dumpster and I was like, I, I can check if you need. You know, nope. And I'm like, Lord, I need to know. I like I really feel like I'm supposed to go to this Bible school, but I don't have eight hundred and fifty dollars. I had about twenty dollars, twenty one dollars, you know, with my change at that time. And the Lord and the Lord just said, You're going to the school. You just you just draw. And I'm like, I drew in art, you know, in school and stuff and won a lot of little art competitions around Arizona. And so I go, okay, you say draw. I drew from morning to night. I mean, literally, I just banged out as many drawings as I could. And um, came down to the last two weeks before school is to start in California. And I'm in Arizona, by the way, northern Arizona. And, I, and my dad calls from Phoenix. My folks were divorced, and he lived down in Phoenix. And he wanted to see me. He had heard I was going to not go to secular, to ASU, or to the to universities, turned down my scholarship so I'd go to Bible school. And he's like, what a waste of your brains, you know. And uh, you're wasting your brains for God. And I was like, no, I'm not, that. I'm going to go and um, I'm going to seek the Lord and see what He wants for my life and, and learn of Him. And so there's no greater thing to learn. My dad just mocked. My, he wasn't into the Lord, as you can tell. He so he was just like, you're wasting your brains, and yada, yada. And I want you to come see me. So right as I was getting, he he invited me to come down for the week. Before, it was two weeks before school starts, So I'll just one week, go see my dad, come back, have one more week, and head off to school. Well, by this time, I've taken my $21 and framed some of the drawings and that that I had drawn over the summer. And the Lord just spoke to my heart that little, you know, ever had that little voice like, it's, you know it's not you because you wouldn't have thought of this, but you're getting ready to go out the door and and like this little soft voice says, uh <clears throat> pick that up and take it with you, you know, or go, you know, uh, you're forgetting something or you ever ha- anyone have this happen where this voice just and you and you're gone. That ain't me, so so I feel like he just said take the take them drawings with you, to Phoenix and I'm like, okay, so I stuck them in my bag and take those other things, you know. And, and my, my sketch pad Okay, I guess I'm going to be drawing in Phoenix, you know So I put him in there and go down to Phoenix And I'm, my dad's like, so uh, how much does this school cost? I said $850 You have to pay up front And he's like, oh, well, you're not going to ask me for no money Because I'm paying for God, you know In no way And like, and I, I'm like, it's okay, God, God will take care of it, Dad Now, I'm still going on the fish story and the and the coin in his mouth and the and the tomato paste can. I'm like, God did it for Jesus and Peter. God did it for Bill Elander. God's gonna. He, I just have to do what He says. And now I'm telling my dad this. Mahalo for joining us. If you'd like more information about us, go to our website, AmazingGraceKona.com, and click the link to follow us on Facebook. That's AmazingGraceKona.com. Mahalo, and God bless.